0: Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, I'd like to give a huge shout out to our patron, James. If you're interested in supporting the show, please consider checking out our Patreon or Coffee. Please enjoy the episode.
1: the most the guy who prayed for rain but got the sun it is mitch and with me as always he is the guy who prayed for sun but got rain it is the hopeless romantic sky hi sky how's it going so why are you the sunshine girl why can't i be the sunshine girl uh not everybody can be the sunshine girl and i think i'd look fabulous in the uh, sunshine girl uh, outfit but that's just me personally
0: ah get over yourself
1: And with that being said, guys, it is another lovely day <laughs> in the world of talking anime, because today we are talking about the third and final moment, or not moment, uh, the third and final movie of our Shinkai uh, miniseries. We are talking about the 2019 smash hit um, global phenomenon known as Weathering With You. And... Uh, <laughs> um, I take it uh, that you liked what? it. <laughs> you will hear about my results at the end of the episode. I uh,
0: can't wait. Can't but with.
1: Wait. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, with that being said, uh, Sky, what's been going on?
0: Nothing you much. Know,
1: shoot the shit, you know.
0: Yeah, you know, just chilling. I decided. That this week was going to be the week when I actually watched some stuff, you know? Because normally I, I slack. i watch, time. like, one episode of something just so that I have something I can talk about. But no, I, like, annihilated movies this week. I, I'm working on a... Knocking out my backlog of anime films. That's what I'm doing. Because, you know, there's... I like to think that I've seen a fair amount of anime movies. There's a lot that I haven't seen. So, I'm just, I just going on... Right now I'm on Netflix. Just like grabbed all of the anime films that aren't tied to existing series, uh, and just grabbing them and just like watching them, just knocking them all out. And then I'll move to Funimation and Verve and just just knock out as many anime films that I can that I have access to. And yeah, I think I watched like six films
1: this week, six or seven. Damn! Damn! <laughs> there is. Yeah, no. Uh, good uh, you're gonna be. You're definitely. You're definitely going to be carrying us through uh, this week's uh, What Have You Been Watching segment because I have only been watching shows that um, have long-ass seasons and uh, I'm currently dealing with that fun mess. So, yay! So, Sky, tell us what you've been watching.
0: (laughs) Okay, so as I mentioned, since I've seen um, too many movies to talk about (laughs) and I also watched an anime, I'm just going to highlight the things that I want to talk about uh, the most from what I've meant from what I, uh, watched this week, so I'm gonna start with a film called Oko's Inn, which is a kid's film, and normally, normally it's the kid's films that I just don't usually watch, because I, you know, if it looks obviously like a kid's film, even if it's an anime, I'm not really interested, because it's probably not gonna be exactly my thing, but Oko's Inn was surprisingly really good actually because so the premise of it is it's it's about a girl a young girl i don't know elementary age or so and she's in an accident uh where her, both of her parents get killed in this car accident but she miraculously survives and she goes to live with her grandma who owns a a very traditional japanese inn and uh in doing so she's able to see two ghosts that live at this inn, or one specifically, and she meets another one. And the it's it's just pretty much just a calm, you know, tale about her living living at this inn and just trying to trying her best to help out at this at this inn, helping with the customers and such. But it's very interesting in how it tackles her basically having PTSD from you know, obviously her parents dying, she's just a little girl, and her parents have passed away quite recently, and it touches on PTSD and her struggling to move on and get over it, and it's done in a very tactful way that, like, I would feel, I I would feel nothing if I, like, wanted to put this movie on with, like, my little sisters, you know, I always like that to, like, be, have some anime that I could watch with my sisters and not have to worry about some very concerning things that they could see, so that's great, and also, someone like me, like an adult can get something out of it with how it touches on, you know, PTSD and trauma and things like that. So it was very interesting. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. It was a pleasant surprise, uh, going into it, expecting a lame kids movie and coming out of it with something that anyone can enjoy, really.
1: Mm. Sounds interesting. Uh, maybe that, uh, we can, uh, put that on our, uh, plan to watch movie, uh, list. <laughs> so I'm down to check it out.
0: You say that every time I mention a good film, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be careful with that.
1: You're gonna ha- you're gonna have to just give me a list of movies you wanna watch. That's like all we have to really do.
0: Yeah okay so that's the first one Oko's in. That was good. It was good. I really I really did enjoy it. It was it was a pleasant surprise. Now the next thing that I want to talk about is a film and uh, a a show. That I watched. So there is an old manga. By the name of Gantz. Or Gantz. Uh, however you want to pronounce it. And this manga is interesting. I guess it's almost like a cult classic. You could say. It's really edgy. <laughs> this, this this manga is. And I watched a this film. Called Gantz Zero. Or Gantz O. And it is an adaptation. It's a film adaptation of one of the arcs from the manga, the Osaka arc, and this film is really interesting because it is, as I've learned, nothing like, <laughs> nothing really like the manga slash the original adaptation. So I'll talk about the adaptation first. So I also watched uh, Gantz, which is the a two thousand four Studio Gonzo adaptation of the manga, and. It is 26 episodes in length and I'll give you a just a little bit of the premise real quick. So the premise of Gantz is people die. They get killed, right? And then they immediately wake up in this apartment room in somewhere in Tokyo and there's this black ball in the room and basically it says yeah you guys are dead if you want to live you have to play this game and this game is they get a target they get an alien which they have to kill and then they all get get these suits and weapons get teleported outside and then they have an allotted time period where they have to kill this alien if they don't kill it the, the the target by the time when the time runs out they all die, and they're just <laughs> they're they're just done. Uh, they have no chance of coming back to life. But if they do kill it, then guess what? They get scored. They get teleported back to the room. They get their scores, and they are then left. They're they're free. They're able to go back live their lives um, as if they were still alive. But next week they're gonna have to do it again until they score a hundred points or die. So that's, and that is the initial premise of, of the Gantz manga slash anime. And I watched this, this adaptation, this uh, 2004 adaptation, and it was, it was awful. (laughs) It was, it was, it was really bad. I don't know. I don't usually watch older anime. And honestly, the, this is a good example as to why, um, there's a couple redeeming qualities, just, just a couple small things that make it. Not so bad. It's good. Just bad. It's, like, bottom 4 out of 10 range. Kind of awful. And the pacing is so bad. The pacing with it is so slow that I can't even... I can't even describe how boring it is to sit through this. Like, they'll get, like, this tiny alien. Like, oh, kill this thing. Takes them four episodes to kill it. I'm like, bro, what am I... What am I watching? It It was truly, truly horrendous. And there was, like... There was like just every now and then just like this random like sex scene that was like weird. I don't know. Mitch, you'd probably like it because it's old, it's bad, oh, and it's got titties. Oh, so I mean oh. that's probably your thing. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're speaking my language. It's old, bad, and got titties. Everything you want in the an name. <laughs> it's old, bad, and got titties.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's uh selling me on there. I have uh the funny funny thing enough, I did hear about Gantz um because uh shout out to the uh uh, filler Academy. Um, I was listening to some of their episodes, and they were talking about the filler episodes of Gantz. Wait, so fi- that is like on. the only time I've heard people talk about Gantz. Are, Gantz. has filler episodes? What? Hold on. You said it's old. It's got titties, and it's bad. Yeah, there's filler in it.
0: Okay, okay, but the thing is, I'm not. I can't. I'm not even sure if I would say. That. Okay, so thinking about it, Whatever, most what likely can, what they on, would I'm, say. Uh, the filler is, is the, Ep-
1: uh, episodes, uh, 22 to 26. Oh, the end? Yeah, right near the end. Oh,
0: no. Okay. I know what you're talking about. It's because it's an anime original ending. That's why. Um, because the manga is quite a bit longer than the, uh, than the adaptation. So they ended, mm-hmm. th- they ended the anime, uh, with an original ending. So that would be the last mini arc to end the, uh, to end the show. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. I I just didn't think of that as filler cuz I mean, it's not really filler filler when I think hmm. of something different, but I want to point this out. The dub is awful. <laughs> so, it's like it's early 2000s, right? And dubs were not especially yeah, so great. Early dub, oh, and yeah. it's super edgy. So, the <laughs> so the way that the, that the dubbing is it they it seems like they were just like, so this is an edgy show. Uh, let's just throw as many fucks as we can into this into this anime. It's a uh, there's a lot, and it's really funny to me because the final arc, right? So the main character is voiced by um, Chris Ayers and Christopher Ayers. So that's that's the protagonist voice actor, and the main antagonist of the final mini arc is voiced by Greg Ayres and so they're brothers. They have very similar voices. So hearing yeah. for two episodes, these brothers just yelling at each other with like while profusely swearing is so funny to me. Is really I don't know why it's so funny. They're just just hearing these brothers yelling at each other with curse words left and right was hilarious. <laughs> and the dove was not especially great. Um so that that is Gantz the original the original series. Now before I watched this I watched Gantz Zero, or Gantz O, the, the, it is a film that's on Netflix, and this is fantastic, dude, uh, so basically, what, what happened is, this is a film adaptation, as I mentioned, of the Osaka arc, which takes place sometime after the, where the point, where the, uh, anime series ends, Um, it's just an adaptation, and there's a lot of anime original, uh, things about this film. Um, they cut characters, they made, um, Kato, the protagonist, instead of K, uh, you know, different things. Just a lot of different things with a different ending, and this film is so good. It's basically a, it's fully cg and it has some of the best CG that has ever, like, graced the anime industry. Like, honestly, it is drop-dead gorgeous almost, like, the whole time you're watching it. And it is... It's basically just straight-up just a pretty surface-level action film. Like, just an action flick. And, oh, it's so its so good for that. There's not a lot beyond the fact that it's just the original... The initial Gantz premise but with a, just a movie twist and there's certain elements like, uh, like people can see these, these aliens, right? So in this, in the, this film in Gantz zero, um, it's being like broadcast on the news, like that's something that I love so much compared to the to to just Gantz, because like in Gantz, no one can see anyone; who, they can't see the people that are dead, they can't see the participants, they can't see the aliens. And this, it's broadcast on the news, like people can see these monsters. It's it's broadcast everywhere, and they and it adds just a different level of. I don't know, c- cool factor to it because like in that case these aliens can target innocent people and that gives Kato our protagonist a reason to fight so he can try to save these people as well as obviously just trying to live. And this film is really good. There's it's also really weird. There is a there's a point in this in Gantz 0 where they're fighting this monster just made entirely out of like topless women bodies is really <laughs> It was, it, was just, it was titties! Just it was monster. It was so weird, dude. Like it started off as like this little Oni demon guy, and he's just like moving around. He gets cut in half and then he just like splits up into like four guys and keeps walking. And then all of a sudden he just like morphs into just titties and just is this big monster of like titties! boobs. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> like the movie is so wild, but it's really well done. I really I really highly recommend watching Gantz Zero. It is, it's a CG action film uh, with the Gantz premise and is really, from what I can tell, everything about Gantz that's good is taken and used in this film. And all of the bad or um, iffy things about Gantz are pretty much just kind of removed and replaced with more interesting elements. It's like, from what I can tell, Gantz Zero is the best version of Gantz and highly recommend it. I really enjoyed watching it
1: sounds very interesting uh very interesting so uh, what else have you been watching
0: well uh, okay i'll talk about one more thing because uh, i don't need to take all of the time up on this um because i watch a bunch more films but I'll, I'll mention flavors of youth as the final thing this is i also watched this on netflix and it is just a collection of three of three short films really um i guess i enjoyed it um nothing too special uh, like i said it's three short films so you're not going to have that like coherent story from beginning to end cuz it'll you'll have that three times throughout which kind of takes a little something away from the experience i think but it was still it was still enjoyable they're basically all like little stories that tied together only ever so slightly at the very end and it's just kind of about nostalgia really like the first one is about a guy who's obsessed with this specific noodle noodle dish that he used to have when he was when he was younger and it just kind of like tells his story of how these noodles tied into his life as he as he got older and the nostalgia of the noodles and then the next one's about I don't even remember. I already forgot. But it, it's, you know, it's like tales of nostalgia, really, I guess is the best way to describe it. Three little tales of people that are nostalgic for the past, and that's essentially it. It's it's a calm, relaxing watch to, to get through. Not too difficult to watch, but it's nothing too special. But I did enjoy it. And I think I think that's it for what I want to talk about for what I've been watching. The rest of the films were either bad or just uninteresting.
1: Yeah, it sounds... uh. Like you had a pretty interesting, uh, watch this, uh, week, actually, you know, pulling your, uh, pulling your weight on, uh, the, uh, what I've been watching segment lately. So, you know,
0: good on you. Hey, okay. good we, on know you. Gonna, we know I'm not going to, we know I'm not going to have anything to talk about for the next month. Yeah, I know it's going to so be I next week. Well.
1: It's, next week is like, Oh yeah, I was, I watched nothing this week. I'm like, mm, I guess I got to pick up the slack again.
0: <laughs> yeah. I gave you a break. Now it's your turn. <laughs>
1: All right. Um, so my watches this week are have been very few. Uh, that is simply because uh, I started watching uh, Fairy Tale, which is uh, a show that I have been wanting to watch for a while with the wife, and uh, she finally broke, and uh, we started watching it. And it took about four episodes to get in or get us into it. But you know, thirty nine. We're thirty nine episodes in, and it's it's not bad. You know? No, it is. It is bad. It's not that bad. Jeez, you're sitting here making a mountain out of a molehill. I'm like, there's there's worse shit I could be watching right now. I could be watching some like super fan service-y anime with like no story. The only thing that drives the plot is the incest fantasy shit that happens or weird. I mean, that's thing.
0: pretty much what fairy tale is though.
1: It's fantasy with titties, okay? <laughs> I don't judge. I don't judge. You know? Fairytale's
0: bad, though. Okay. I don't know. I don't know about you, man. I, You're a little crazy.
1: Uh, but, yeah, I'm watching that. And then uh, uh, One Piece fans of the Discord and everywhere else can uh, be satisfied. I have made it to episode 69 of One Piece. So I am still slowly getting through One Piece. Nice. I'm getting there. Um. And uh, yeah, besides that, you know, I'm uh, watching the Marvel movies in chronological order, so that's been fun. Have you seen them all before? Yes, I have seen them all, but we decided to watch it in chronological order this time, so we're on uh, Thor right now.
0: You're going to have to, uh, after a while, you're going to have to uh, be creative and find ways to watch the Spider-Man films. I, <laughs> they're not uh, on Disney+. Plus. They're,
1: uh, they're not on uh, Disney+, Plus except for Homecoming and Far From Home. But my wife is not a fan of Spider-Man, so we're not watching those movies. So. Oh, I hate you! Oh, I love Spider Man. I fucking love Spider Man. Spider Man is you. You cannot. Superhero. You
0: cannot watch all the Marvel films in chronological order and skip the Spider Man films, especially because straight up they're the best Spider Man films. Like honestly, well, they I, literally I, I don't are. Want Tom to, Holland's Spider Man is best Spider Man. I
1: am gonna watch them. I am gonna watch them. She's not. So I, I still that's, have to watch Far From Home. That's a crime! That. I will not. I will not stand for this. My wife doesn't like spiders in any f- shape or form and she is completely against Spider-Man because he resembles the things that she does not like.
0: He's a hot dude. What do you mean? Uh, he doesn't doesn't like I, she doesn't uh, like spiders yeah, in I, any form. I, don't, Come. I
1: I don't question. I just accept. Come on. I accept. I no. don't ask questions. And uh so yeah, we're I mean if you guys want to hear more of this, uh, I I think me and Sky could probably pull our schedule uh, together enough to be able to do a talking shit. So maybe we'll do a talking shit about Marvel movies. Uh,
0: We're working on it. Working on it. That's get, probably a good idea. I have to, a lot to
1: say to get that kind of uh, content. You gotta support us on the uh, the Patreons. And uh, with that being said, um, weathering it's by myself. No Sky. It's. Weathering with you. Yes, I'm ready. A, I'm ready to talk that, about it. That was a poor segue. Um, the reason it was I awful. That was, I put that, that was actually I put disgusting. that in there for editing for when we need to know that we're going into the segment so we can add the music at the proper time. <laughs> hey,
0: I'm, I'm an think, editing I'm Jesus. Making you, your don't, life, you don't have to doubt me. I'm
1: making your life easy on this one. I'm putting it where you need to put the music. And now yeah, well, you
0: could have done it with a better segue.
1: <laughs> I probably could have. Hold on, let me try that again. Um Uh, The weather outside is beautiful, but Sky, nothing beats what I'm weathering with you.
0: Yeah, okay, so today we're talking about weathering with you. (laughs) We're talking about weathering with you, and uh, I'll let you know, you know what? I know you gave the premise of the last one, but I want you to do it again so I can pick up the slack again because I, gotta, I don't know. I want to hear you describe it. This is my favorite anime of all time. Hold on, let me, me let me it. pull me up
1: a, uh, a a uh, fucking synopsis. You're, I did not you're, think you're
0: gonna oh my okay. So the oh easiest no, synopsis,
1: the easiest synopsis that I can give you is um, our uh, God damn it, Hadoka um, arrives in Japan. And uh, it's raining a lot, and he goes to uh, a McDonald's, meets Hina, and uh, Hina is uh, a uh, special lady. To um, okay, to this is the last the
0: time I conference. ever let you let you <laughs> give a synopsis again. I I'm gonna do it. So this week we are talking about the Makoto Shinkai film from 2019, Weathering hit. with You.
1: Smash hit, it's not a smash hit. Okay, anyways, I'm gonna pull up the stats for this shit so I can prove you wrong,
0: dude. Compare it to your name, and it's not comparing it to your
1: name. That's different, but fuck man, let me pull up the stats for this bad boy. You keep you, it's a good okay. Fill us in, and I'll pull up the stats for this shit.
0: Oh my word, we're so unprofessional today. Okay, so weathering with you, we follow our protagonist. Hodoka. and Hodaka is a runaway boy from somewhere out in the boonies and Hodoka runs away to Tokyo And that is where he meets our girl Hina and Hina is the sunshine girl Which doesn't make any sense upon initial hearing, but I guarantee you it will make sense soon Hina has been gifted a special ability and that is to pray for the rain to go away There is a pretty much a never-ending rain spell going on in Tokyo at this time, where it's raining constantly. It doesn't stop. It does not stop raining at all. And Hina has the ability as the Sunshine Girl to pray for the rain to go away. It only worked in a small portion of, like, around where she is. and only lasts for a little time. But even so, it's basically a mini-miracle. And in this story, we follow Hodaka and Hina and her brother Nagi. And as they basically have this job as the sunshine girl where they people pay them they come she prays for the rain to go away they make some money and they move on they make people's lives better they make people smile and they enjoy doing this you know that is initially the premise of the film it is shinkai so you know something is going to (laughs) happen at some point um but that's the premise no spoilers uh mitch what do you uh what do you what do you think about it
1: it's good. I was trying to avoid uh, spoiling the fact that um, you know um, Hina is magical, but you know, fuck you. Then and that's, that's dude.
0: We find that out at the beginning <laughs> of the film. What are you talking about? That's not the. That is not the twist. The twist is different. So I see no reason to. The spoilers will come later on. I guarantee it.
1: Okay. So, um, god damn, this is a lot of fucking numbers. Uh, so our lovely movie of. <clears throat> Oh weathering god. with you, uh, Box Office made a staggering 3.5, or 3, 35, god 35.11 billion yen. And that roughly translates to, oh my lord, what am I getting myself into? Um, 300, 317,078,410 <sighs> US dollars. Damn. It made we're money.
0: Gonna, we're gonna pretend like that's right. I don't know <laughs> if that is.
1: I, I'm I'm taking it off of Wikipedia, so take it as it is. Um so yes, okay. what, your name I believe did actually make a little bit more money than it. Yeah, because I mean, uh whether yes. or your name made uh three hundred and eighty dollars uh, uh worldwide. So yeah, it made a little bit more money. Uh okay, so um three hundred and twenty-two point eight million. Uh, for weathering with you so okay
0: well the problem is money does not necessarily make something a your, smash your name hit. made
1: your name made more money anyway so it's fine it's fine
0: but okay, well, my point being what? that just because a film makes loads of money doesn't mean that it is. I mean, yeah. uh, when I think smash hit, I think like popularity, like how good it actually is. Like, I so mean, think av- think the Avatar film, for example. The Avatar film made so much money, but honestly, if you ask pretty most people, like how they feel about the Avatar film, they'll say, "Oh, I didn't see it, or uh, it was it was a movie." Like, that- Avatar Wants- is not a smash yeah. hit. It was like the highest grossing film of all time for ages, but. not necessarily a film i would say i mean you have you
1: have more people going and went and saw like avengers endgame compared to avatar but the reason why avatar made more money than avengers endgame is because they re-released the fucking thing
0: endgame passed it
1: no uh no last time i checked or last time i checked they re-released um avatar and it (laughs) made avatar more money
0: what are you talking about? I sh- I, okay, we're moving on from this. Yeah, this we're this does not to, belong here.
1: This will probably come up in our talking shit episode where we discuss the financial box office in the state. Itself.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll argue box office sales. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, um, yes, we are talking about the 2019 uh, uh, Shinkai classic uh, weathering with you. And uh, yeah, like... Okay, so without the,
0: spoilers, how do you feel about it?
1: out of the three movies um I think this one is like the second best out of the three um oh no 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 no
0: um sorry uh in my
1: in my personal opinion, I enjoyed your name a little bit more than weathering with you.
0: Let's talk about that before we go into the spoilers of weathering with you, let's talk about the. I'd say the comparison between your name and weathering with you. Because you really can't discuss weathering with you without comparing it to your name in some way. And here's what I want to talk about in terms of the comparison. There's only one element of your name that I actually think makes sense personally for people to prefer over over weathering with you. I think that weathering with you is really it's very much the same formula. If you've seen both films, you you feel it. You feel the formula that he created because he made this formula by making your name. And clearly he wanted to use it again because like why why fix what isn't broken? Like it worked, do it again. And he did. But I he really refined it. He really refined the formula in a lot of ways. And the only way part that actually makes sense for me to for people to like more about your name is the story that's the only thing that i can think um honestly um because the story is i guess in a sense it makes sense for it to be more captivating in your name as opposed to weathering with you but in weathering with you it is a little bit more concise and focused um, how did you feel about the characters? Because the characters in Weathering With You are undoubtedly better oh, yeah. than your name. Yeah,
1: no, the characters I I kind of related a little bit more with the characters in Weathering With You more than your name. Um but the characters were like perfect. Like the voice acting was the voice acting was believable for the characters, you know? It's not like it didn't feel like grown ass adults voicing like teenagers. It felt yeah. like teenagers voicing teenagers. Like, the voices matched, like, the characters compared to, like, uh, Garden of Words, where, you know, some of it was, like, it's good <laughs> voice acting, but the voices don't match their characters. Yeah. Then your name... Yeah, imp- we're talking
0: about the dub here.
1: Yeah, the dub, yes. Not the sub, the dub. Um, ob- and then, obviously, you know, your name improved on the voice acting, but, like, Weathering With You, like, made the voice acting perfect. Where everyone, like, the voices matched perfectly with all the characters.
0: Oh, so good. Yeah. And even outside of the voice acting, um, the development, like in mm. everything, these oh, characters yeah. feel like real people. Like in in Your Name, the characters weren't bad, but a lot of the characters, like like if I asked you, what do you know about Sayu? You'd <laughs> be like, wait, who? Like the characters are characters in, in Your Name. Mm. the The main characters are really the only ones in Your Name that actually yeah. feel somewhat real. And even then, they feel more like caricatures rather than actual people. In Weathering With You, these are people. These all these people have their own lives, they're doing their own things and they feel they feel real and even in how they like talk and do things. These feel like real people and I really appreciate that. Like you you get insight into Kay and how um how he is with his he's he's got his daughter, you know, his daughter's got asthma. You learn these things like she's staying like at a hospital with her with her grandmother, like in her grandmother's care because Kay smokes, K drinks, uh, his his wife died. He is not in a position to take care of his daughter and he hates that. You learn these things about him. You learn that his his niece, Natsumi, that she She's struggling to get a job. She only works with Kay um, because (laughs) that's her that's her way that she's able to live right now. You learn these things about these characters and they feel real and it's and you want to know more about them. And that's 100 percent something that is far improved upon compared to say your name. And people kind of look, look over that a little bit. I'm like, people are so seem to be so blinded by how amazing your name was that they, a lot of people like to sell weathering with you short when I don't think it deserves it.
1: Yeah. And, um, how did you feel about, uh, the music in the movie? Oh, it is fantastic. One of the best rad rad wimps fucking killed it yet again on another fantastic fucking soundtrack. Fuck it. I've been listening to uh, Your Name's soundtrack and Weathering with You soundtrack for like the past couple days now.
0: So what? Radwimps is amazing. I love Radwimps. But let me tell you, even though I really like the soundtrack of Your Name, I only have one song from Your Name's soundtrack in my music library that I listen to, and I have like most of the songs. Oh, uh, let me from let me guess. Let me soundtrack. guess the
1: song. Uh, Sparkle
0: it's sparkle yes sparkle is the only song that i have in my library from your name
1: sparkle and zen 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 the song that plays over the montage i believe Hmm. Uh, hold on let me get the actual name of the song uh i have my spotify right here uh yeah Zen 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 zen's
0: but yeah, the soundtracks are great in both. But and that's another that's another way in which I think that Weathering with You surpasses um Your Name. It's they both have great soundtracks, but and, but them both being done by the same person, by the same group, mm-hmm. uh, Radwimps, um they kind of outdid themselves. They're like, yeah, you know what? Let's do that again, but like 10 times better. Mm-hmm. And it fits. All of the songs are great in oh, yeah. Weathering with You
1: and they all fit so well. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh now that the soundtrack was definitely uh weathering with you soundtrack definitely was a lot stronger. And I enjoyed the soundtrack a lot more on weathering you with you compared to your name. But I don't know. I don't know what about your name. I liked so much about it that it's basically weathering with you didn't even like scratch the surface to it. You know, it's
0: it. I I really think that it's th- the story. Mm. Um, I will say, so the reason, the main reason why I like Weathering With You so much is I watched it at the perfect time. Every now and then you'll have something that you'll see or you'll watch or read or hear at the perfect time for it to hit you in all of the right ways. That was Weathering With You for me. It worked in every way that I needed it to, to just touch me so much when I first watched it and it instantly became my favorite film, my favorite anime, and I... I don't think that's ever going to change. It'll take something really special for that, to, uh, for that to happen. And because of that, I can't blame people when they say they like your name more than weathering with you. It, that doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt because obviously I love it so much. And I do think that objectively it is better in a lot of ways. Um, granted, using the terms objective and subjective are <laughs> a little bit, in, you know, indecisive, but um, I think like even the animation is just like having it be done like more recently. It just is, it just is better. It's more, it's better animated. The I, I think the soundtrack is better, but that is more of a of a subjective thing. The only thing that I can say is the story. I think that the story probably can reach a wider audience, and it's not quite so niche in its in the interest of, you know. Like, you know, everyone can get behind body swapping and time travel. Mm. Not everyone can get behind a girl who's able to pray the rain away. Like <sighs> it's it's more of a it's more of a unique or niche um, mm. story premise, but. I I don't think that it's about the story. I think it's more about the feelings and the emotions and the characters.
1: Mm-hmm. That that's why I find like with weathering with you, cuz it's such it's topics that's been touched on by, you know, western culture before like the body swap like with the freaky friday, um the hot chicks, stuff like that and then time traveling like, you know, back to the future, uh butterfly effect, um uh, the Avengers or Avengers Endgame touched on time travel and stuff like that. Like it's it, it's I guess because it's more it's more familiar of a, of a concept, right, with your name compared to Weathering With You because you never see a movie where it's someone who prays for the weather to change. Yeah, you know? It's unique. Yeah, it's, it's unique. And I think that if I were to rewatch this, like, give me a couple months and then ask me in a couple months, hey, have you rewatched Weathering With You? What is your views on it now? I think if I were to give it another watch, uh, I probably would enjoy it a little bit more, but with it being my first watch, like I said, it's just one of those, like, I, I, I like I said, I just don't know what it is that made me like your name a lot more, you know? But it, it's, again, Weathering with You is still such a fucking great movie, and it touches on so many, like, realistic things in Japan, like the big. One of the big, I wouldn't say big key points, but one of the key points um, they, they touch on like super early in the movie is the gun laws. And obviously people are aware uh, the gun laws in Japan are like super strict. And um, this movie, if I mean, it's not like a huge plot point, but there is a plot point where a gun is introduced and it becomes a tool at, you know, Hadoka's. Uh, hardest moments he goes and pulls out the gun and then it's like the change of the the mood changes whenever the gun is brought out it goes from being you know your mildly up tempo kind of a show to okay now he's getting attacked by this dude on the street he pulls a gun out now it's like oh shit shit serious now you know it's like those are like our moments where it gets like a little serious Um, Is where, you know, the gun is introduced and obviously we had fan questions this week. Um, I forgot to actually bring them up. Um, I I guess we can touch on them at the very end of the show Uh, just because we are trying to, I mean, we skipped that segment. So we'll talk about it later, but it it, this is a question. I mean, we might as well touch on it now since we're talking about the gun. Um, one of our fan questions from uh, let me just pull up the quick thing off of uh, so uh, Jeffrey uh, Gobiel, I'm sorry if I butchered your name bro Um, he was the (laughs) name of the person who uh, asked us the question on Garden of Words so I'm giving you a shout out for that Um, but he asked us do you think the gun resembles anything other than death and obviously I mean you could probably I'll let you take it away and Kind of go down the philosophical rabbit hole that is the gun in the movie. So go ahead, Sky. Talk about why are you making
0: me do it? I don't understand the question.
1: (laughs) I don't. I don't get the 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 saying
0: that it represents death. It's a gun. How does a gun represent? anything it's just a gun i don't know maybe i'm dumb but i don't i don't see this gun being a representation of anything other than it being a tool that is used to show that Hotaka is just he's a kid he's just he's just an immature little kid you know he found this gun on accident he was curious what this thing in this bag was opened it up found it was a gun panicked. He was, you know, because guns aren't a thing in Japan, as we mentioned. So he's like, Ugh, must be a toy. And he just kept it on him just because I guess I don't know. And feeling threatened in this situation where he was like getting beat up by like a freaking gangster dude. And he just like pulled this out as I guess a way to just feel like he was in control and shot it. And it was a real gun. And that's bad, but Mm -hmm. the question doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. I don't see how this gun represents death. It's just a gun,
1: bro. Uh, Yeah, like I I said, I'm reading it, like, do you think the gun resembles anything other than death?
0: But yeah, that implies that he thinks it represents death. And I just don't under I don't think the gun well, represents anything th- other than the fact that it's a gun. Yeah, because I don't know. He,
1: he only pulls out the gun at certain. I'm points kinda stupid, when you gotta losing. cut me some slack
0: on confusing questions.
1: Yeah, like he's he's only pulling out the gun because it's the moment where he's losing control and he needs to get control back. Like that's the only time and we only see the gun like used twice in the movie. Mm-hmm. so that's why I'm saying like it's not a plot point, but it is still technically like an underlining plot point to the movie is the whole like gun control thing you know, but that's like a very mild, mild like you know plot point well, it's I
0: will say that having the gun is it is a representation of good storytelling even mm. if it's not doesn't make a whole lot of sense it is used properly and helps making keeping the story cohesive there is i'm not sure what it's called but there is a uh, there's a storytelling element that says like if you place an axe on the wall in chapter one by chapter three that axe needs to be taken off the wall and used otherwise what was the point in putting it on the wall so basically in this film Hodaka finds the gun and then like t- five, ten minutes later, he shoots the gun, throws, then removes the gun, and then finds it again later, and then shoots the gun again. It is just good storytelling in how the gun is used throughout the film, where it is shown up, it is used, it is removed, found again, and used again. It's just good storytelling, even if it doesn't make oh, too much sense. It makes sense in the fact that at least it was there, and at least it was used, and not just like, oh, look, it's a gun, never talk about it again.
1: Hmm. I think it's a, it's a MacGuffin, I believe is what it's called. Uh, in fiction, a MacGuffin, sometimes known as a MacGuffin, uh, is an object, device, or an event that is uh, necessary to the plot and the motivation of the character, but insignificant, unimportant, or irrelevant in itself. Uh, yeah, uh, the MacGuffin technique is common, uh, common in films, especially in thrillers. Usually the MacGuffin is revealed in the first act and therefore after declines in importance, it can reappear uh, at the climax of the story, but can actually be forgotten by the end of the story. Multiple MacGuffins, sometimes uh, divisive, uh, diversive identity, uh, kind of like plot coupons. I don't know. that's what Wikipedia said. So it's a, a MacGuffin basically, but yeah, back to uh, where we were. Um, so yeah, like, um, there there's things that you know that get touched on like here and there um but we don't really it, nothing comes out of it like the random like dude who i mean the gangster um i it kind of gave up a feeling that he was maybe like a pimp or something because um i mean it this is kind of like a random plot beat of the movie but uh he's a he's a dude scene. who
0: works at a host club basically
1: yeah he works at like a host club or something irrelevant to that and uh you know um this guy's trying to get hina to come and work because obviously hina is going through some financial issues and and uh, she's hot yeah. basically
0: <laughs> and, she's also in middle school yeah, <laughs> that's concerning yeah. it's
1: questionable it's questionable but um you know Hidoka comes and finds her tries to save her and that's when the gun again the gun gets introduced uh for the second time uh was that that's to- the
0: where oh, yeah the, okay yeah the guy's
1: on top of him slapping him and punching him and yeah and then it, it's funny because that's where he kind of finds the gun is in front of the club and it's kind of like oddly almost full circle that he runs into the guy almost in front of the club where he finds the gun and like brings uh, it but
0: that's that's just that's just the movie thing yeah. obviously i mean you can you, you can't like i'm all for nitpicking not necessarily nitpicking like coincidental stuff that Mm. it's a little bit like you have to tell a story somehow coincidences are bound to happen. Otherwise your story won't be told. Mm. So,
1: so yeah, I think, uh, maybe we should start, uh, touching some of, uh, the story beats of, uh, the boy Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 What do you want to talk about first?
1: So, um, obviously, uh, the, uh, the big underlining, uh, part or the big underlining uh monster uh the elephant in the room is the rain and we find out that it's been raining consistently for like what three months at the time of the movie something they were saying? and that's like and when you start hearing that and it's like okay so there's something up with the fucking rain because it's rare that we get you would get consistent rain heavy rain on top of that for three months straight and then it just gets worse and worse the later the movie goes on to. Well, because- it's not
0: just rain. Yeah, um, there's snow. You get how do you snow- feel about?
1: And the no, ones... the fish bro, the fish, yeah, bro. the fish, yeah, that was how weird. do you wanna
0: how do you feel about the sky? So I guess an element of this film is a really unique idea of proposing the theory that the sky is an even more vast and unknown world than the ocean, which is so fascinating to me, mm-hmm. and there's these like basically like whales and fish and sharks and things that are just all essentially made of water, they're like living water. Creatures that are just up in the sky, and it's so fascinating because I love the sky. I love the idea of flight and the sky. And it's one of my something that I really find interesting is you know, deep sea creatures and stuff. And thinking, like, you know what, what if we just blend those together and make this an element of the film? And that's so cool to me. It's so fascinating. How did you feel about that?
1: I, I found it so interesting. I loved, um, and I kind of want more. Of the world above the world, you know? Like, I, I kind of, like, when they started introducing the fish and the dragon, uh, I'm like, I need more lore. I I need to know more. I want to know more. I would love to see, like, an odd sequel to Weathering With You, but it's, like, focuses more on, like, one of the first uh, Sun Girls. Oh and then kind of give us a little bit more... um in-depth uh i guess lore of the skies and everything else
0: <laughs> you're so ridiculous i am i'm you're like, like you're, you're getting that. mad about not getting the stuff that doesn't I matter a, at all to the film it's like bro we got lore enough lore, man. we got enough like
1: I, i'm a fucking. all lore.
0: we need is to see that this is an element and it showed us plenty and it was just intriguing enough but there's not i uh, okay okay
1: okay continue continue but yeah i i was i enjoyed the movie for what it is and like i said i would have enjoyed maybe maybe a little bit more cool like lore things but i'm again i'm picky when it comes to that shit i like i'm a fan of lore like i mean i do watch a lot of like historical shit on youtube when i'm at work so
0: I'm just, Oh, I'm with you. I l I love I love lore deep dives and stuff like that, but when it makes sense like this
1: <laughs> even an OVA, I would we love don't like need, a twenty minute OVA or something where it just gave us a little bit of lore. You know?
0: Okay, speaking of lore, how why don't you explain the uh the big twist that we're hit with um about so obviously Hina's the sunshine girl Mm. and she's able to pray the rain away. But uh, what do we find out happens to the sunshine girl? So
1: I I can't remember how deep into the movie it is, but there is a line where it basically tells us that, um, whoever is, um, christened as the sunshine girl, um, is used as a sacrificial pawn to make the rain go away. And you see that at the very end, Near the it's like the last I'd say maybe half an hour of the movie, roughly. Um
0: is where when?
1: I think it's like the last half an hour, maybe. what
0: point are you talking about?
1: Um where she goes and sacrifices herself and you know um Hadoka yeah. being uh the uh young man that he is, and uh <laughs> after finding out more about Hina saying that She's been lying on all her resumes. She's actually in middle school, not 18 or 17, almost 18. Like she's telling everybody, um, she, she, or they start having dream or everyone has a dream about her like going away and they're like, oh, I dreamt about Hina and she made the rain go away. And obviously she goes and sacrifices herself by praying for, it's like every time she uses her praying powers, like a little bit of her, like starts like disappearing. In like she's weird... connected
0: with the sky and yeah. slowly but surely she starts to turn into essentially water. Like yeah. she starts to become mm-hmm. one with the sky and eventually she um, fades away and is just lost in the sky. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's that's rough. That's that's tough, buddy. Sorry, Hodaka. But yeah, your girlfriend's just like the sky now. Yeah. And get over it.
1: <laughs> you know, he was like he's. It's you know, it's a romance, right? Like he falls in love with her and he's like, I have to see Hina! I have to see Hina. And, you know, he goes to where um the uh, what is it, Atoki, I think is what they call it, which is the um the archways. So if anyone isn't aware of Atoki, I believe I'm saying it right, I could be wrong. Um no Atokis, clue. Uh, the archways that you see in Japan are usually they're gateways sort of gateways towards like a more spiritual area. They usually, they're lead always towards, in front of shrines. Yeah. They usually lead to shrines. And in this movie, it was literally a doorway to this other world where to the sky, Yeah, the sky, essentially um, it's kind of the sky, but then there's like meadows and grass and everywhere else. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's like another dimension more than just the sky
0: uh it's just essentially like high well it's it's not in another dimension because they already made a point earlier in the film to say that the sky is a vast and unknown world so it is just the sky it's just high enough in the sky that this is where the uh, the fish and whales and everything dwell and that is where hina has been transported to since she became one with the sky now Hodoka uh, this is way later in the film, as we're as we're talking about right now. He wants to he wants to get her. He wants to get her back, and so he goes through, and they he falls. <laughs> He's just falling in the sky, and he meets her, and she he he tells her to jump. She jumps. They hold hands, and as they're falling, oh, they that, then man. fall to the, like out of this sky area back to just the sky, you mm. know, above Tokyo, and they're falling, and the most hype chill-inducing moment of this entire film happens when the, uh, when the song hits this one moment as it like kind of, like, lulls before, like, a choir of people sing, and uh, he, he yells, what does he say? He says, let the weather stay crazy, and at the perfect moment I get chills every single time, dude. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful. It's so good.
1: Yeah, because he was like, um, so th- there's a moment where, um, it's um, Hadoka, Hina and Hina's uh, brother, um, Nagi. Yeah. Um, they're all having their moment in the hotel that they're staying at. You know, they're having meals, they're doing karaoke and stuff. And, uh, Hadoka having his, um, you know, the monologue. And he's like, uh, God, if you exist, uh, don't take this moment from us. Uh, and, and you know, it's, it's a happy moment. Everyone's enjoying themselves from like them being chased by the police because, Hina and her brother are underaged and they can't be properly watching each other. And then obviously Hidoka's a a runaway and he has possession of a gun. So they become outlaws and fugitives and stuff like that in a you know anime way of doing it. And so you kind of see like a peaceful moment where everyone's happy. And then, obviously, of course, you get into the darker points to everything. Like, uh, Hina goes when everyone goes to sleep, uh, she goes and goes, does the sacrificing and, you know, leads into what we were just talking about. But it's the story beats. And then when the mu- certain music points hit, like, they did it really fucking well in, like, Your Name and Weathering with You compared to Gardens of Words. Like, it's a lot better in weathering with you. It's like you took garden of words and you took your name, put it into a blender, put it on like max spin. Uh, you put in some more, um, montage because there's like, we get spoiled in weathering with you and we get like three montages. And
0: there's three in garden of words and garden of words is a lot shorter film.
1: Yeah. But I, i I found the weathering with you montage is a lot better.
0: Oh yeah. I will. I do want to mention this real quick. Yeah. Um, Something that is a lot that I much prefer about weathering with you over your name is that your name has an op. Yeah, I don't like I don't like ops in in films. I don't know. I
1: like I, I guess because we're so used to every anime TV series having an intro and an outro that it yeah it kind of does feel weird when you see in an anime movie that there's an, uh, there's an OP. It's like, just start the movie. Don't do, try and do like a full, like you're trying to do an anime show in the span of an hour and 48 minutes, you know,
0: it's weird to me. I don't know. I don't even think that your name's OP is bad. I just, don't think it fits. I much prefer the the style of doing a musical montage at mm. the beginning of the film rather than just like taking, cause it. There's a lot less time than we would have with mm. like a full show, and what what it does is it just like pulls you out of the immersion, right? And, mm. I, and I I that's what that's something that I just prefer about about weathering with you. It doesn't have an opening. It I mean obviously your name also has multiple musical montages. Cause Shinkai, he loves his montages, yeah. but I I just wanted to point that out. I don't like the fact that your name has an OP and I like that Weathering With You doesn't have that.
1: Yeah, and uh so the funny thing about this is that this movie starts off like having like its roller coaster moments of oh it's a nice anime then it goes, Oh, it's a little uh little serious at the moments and then it goes back to being like a fun little anime. And then the ending to the movie I mean, we're jumping around with like the plot points, but uh, so after uh, uh, Hadoka goes and saves Hina, um, it doesn't stop raining and it just rains and rains and rains and rains to the point that uh, most of Japan is uh, underwater. It is flooded. (laughs) So it goes from being I mean, it has like the same kind of beats that um, Your Name does, where it's the mix of oh happy sad happy sad happy serious and then there's like some big catastrophe that destroys like a town or most of the chimpan that gets flooded and it's just it's really fascinating seeing that kind of stuff in like anime movies being a guy like me who is used to watching all the Dragon Ball Z movies all Inuyasha Bleach all these like tie in movies and then going and watching like an anime movie where it's actually uh, like a fucking movie not a tie-in to something it's really fascinating seeing something that would kind of make an interesting live-action movie but i kind of don't want to see a live-action movie to this but because it made money there's probably more than likely going to be a live-action version to this movie so yeah who can say honestly? I think live actions have
0: stopped happening near as much as uh, they
1: yeah that's, as they used
0: to. Thank yeah. God for that.
1: I mean, like it got to the point where it was like, I mean, I was I was a fan of like the the uh, prison school live action uh, show. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> no. because the 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 acting was just so over the top, and I loved it. It was amazing. It made the show so much better when the characters were just. So anime like, you know, and I, I, like I said, I wouldn't be against seeing a live action. I would see it just to say that I've seen it, but this is the kind of movie that I don't want to see a live action for, but kind of do, you know?
0: (laughs) No, I don't. That thought never even crossed my mind.
1: I, I mean, I always think about these things when I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, would this make a good live-action? And if it does, I'm usually proven wrong. It does not make a good live-action.
0: There is there is one anime. This is way off-topic. But I've heard that the Your Lie in April live-action is pretty good. Though. That's I, not an anime I like.
1: I have seen clips from from it, but I heard Samurai X, which is the live-action of uh, Raroni Ruro, Kenshin, is supposed to be really good. But I've only watched mm. the sword fights. So anyways uh let's get back to uh, our uh, topic um so our uh a character uh hadoka um obviously ran away from home uh, he said it he was feeling suffocated uh from his family uh the island that he was on school and everything so this is another one of those character comes from a small no name island and comes to Tokyo, obviously, because Shinkai is so obsessed with Tokyo that we've discussed this in your name.
0: So obviously There you go, you're you're catching it, the it patterns. Makes
1: it makes sense that Tokyo is like such a huge like focal point to this. And this movie is I find it a lot more beautifully animated compared to your name.
0: Oh, Weathering With You has probably the most beautifully animated rendition of Tokyo ever put on, like, the big screen. Like, you really can feel Shinkai's passion for the city. He loves Tokyo, and you, like, everything you watch the film every, there's so many different angles and different, different times. We see it with different lighting and different weather. And like, he's, you, you feel his passion for this place. And like, even though like I've, I've never spent a significant amount of time in a big city. It's like, I feel it. I feel that he, I I feel the love man.
1: Mm. Yeah, I know it's, it was like, it was really fucking beautiful, especially even though in the rain, like you see a lot of the movies on rain and everything else. Like, it still looks beautiful in, like, the darker moments where there's, like, a lot of rain. And then when you mm. when she starts, like, becoming the sun girl and doing, like, the... So they they go and do a website where they could... Uh, someone can send in a request. And that they will make it sun wherever it is. You know, we pray away the rain. And you start seeing it, like, these different parts of Tokyo. And when the rain goes away and it's all sun, it just it makes it more bright and vibrant and beautiful compared to like the dark dru- uh, dark depressing rain scenes. And uh, the other thing I noticed too, is that the uh, product placement, uh, the uh, McDonald's, they didn't wind up changing the name. Like a lot of anime shows and movies do because they'll be going to like a, a wick, a wick Donald's or a, a fucking, uh, a wick, McDonald's, McDonald's. Or, There's they, Yeah, they always change the names to like, we know where you are. You don't need to change the name, but obviously because of probably copyright issues and fucking bullshit it's copyright. Like
0: you, they'd have they'd have to pay a lot of money for it. But I was um,
1: surprised that they let um, the McDonald's thing go because you knew it was McDonald's. It was obviously saying McDonald's. The fucking- well,
0: it's a big budget film yeah. most likely McDonald's was a sponsor that's that's what I, that's the only thing I can think now I do want to talk about this because this is great this it's at the beginning of the film he when Hodaka, is he's not he's not yet gotten with with Kei and Natsume yet he he don't got no place to go he don't got no you don't got no money so he's at McDonald's and he's just kind of chilling and Hina is working at McDonald's at this time yeah they haven't met yet yet Oh, sorry. They have not met yet. And she walks up. She gives him a Big Mac. And she's like, here you go. You don't want to eat clam chowder again for dinner. And then she walks away, basically. That's the interaction. And this, it highlights loneliness so well. Because Hodaka, at this point, he doesn't have anyone. He's got no home. He's got no friends. He's run away from home because it was bad there. But he's not in a much better place here. Because he doesn't have any place to go or any place that he can call his home. And she gives him kindness she gives him a big mac she shows him kindness and he takes it and he says to himself i think that was the most delicious meal i've ever eaten in my entire life Mm. he ate a a a big Big mac Mac. and that is it really highlights loneliness and what it'll do to you like the fact that one person showed him kindness by giving him a mcdonald's big mac and it was the best thing he'd ever eaten not because of what it was but because of why it is that he's eating it Mm. and Dude, that was great. I love that little detail. It really, it really made him feel like an actual kid, like a lonely kid, and it was so well done.
1: Well, that was like when he was walking around Tokyo in the rain, right before he went to the McDonald's. Like he was bumping into people and caught, or the police would stop him, ask him who he is, and everything else. And this was before, this is before we found out that he was a runaway and everything else, because they really don't touch on that until like, uh, I think. Relatively? I mean, it's pretty clear. It's yeah. pretty clear. He's it's runaway. it's clear, but they don't touch on it until about like roughly, maybe halfway through the movie, is when they actually start. No like, way! It's early. It's early. Is it, it earlier than halfway? I, I. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It's it's
0: right after right after he gets he and Hina go to the the abandoned building.
1: Yeah. So, um, compared like, to
0: it's pretty early on.
1: Uh, compared to your name, um, I have very little notes um in this uh from this movie compared to your name but i mean that's a good sign because i actually stopped <laughs> i i was wa- i'm sitting there and i'm watching it and i'm like i can't be sitting here doing notes i have to actually sit and watch and experience this movie because sky keeps saying it's his favorite movie of all time so i got to see how good it is and so yeah i uh, have almost no notes written down for this so yeah
0: That's okay. I have a question for you. Um, I actually have two questions,
1: 69, uh, mouthwash. What? Don't worry about it. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: So I, I have two questions for you. Um, the first one is if you had to pick one reason as to why you think that you like your name more than weathering with you, what would you say? If you had to pick one reason, why do you think you like Your Name more?
1: I just I I kind of feel like um the your I I kind of feel that the Your Name characters are a lot more um relatable than Bro, what? The, I find them that way. That's just my opinion. I mean, like you could go either way with the characters, but I just I, I mean, we,
0: we were we were just talking about how, like, the characters are so much better, feel, they feel so much more like yeah, real I, people I, I and weathering with you, and you're like, but I relate to the, the I, cardboard I boxes more. I relate to
1: the cardboard boxes more <laughs> than I relate to art, okay?
0: <laughs> Bro, what's wrong with you?
1: Um, I can give you a list. Fair enough. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, I can't, I don't understand it. That, that, that doesn't make any sense. Um... Really the characters how 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 are the characters more relatable when they feel less I don't real?
1: know. I wasn't expecting a follow-up question to that. Like why, man? <laughs> what? You're
0: then answer the, the question properly and maybe I won't follow it up.
1: <laughs> I, I, I I don't know why. I just I find that I relate more to the characters from your name. I I don't know what it is, but I just I do.
0: Okay, you're gonna have to rewatch both of these films I, in like I do. two weeks I, and get back I, to again.
1: Me. I'm I'm coming at these movies after a first watch, so I would have I want to experience these movies again after the first watch, you know,
0: because mm. like I was
1: half watching Your Name because one I was bouncing Your Name and Working, and trying to do notes. So this one I'm home and I'm watching it. So it just like I said, it's one of those I have to just come back to it in like two months or something like that. And then just rewatch them. And then I can tell you if I like one more than the other, you know?
0: Okay. And I have a final question. This, this is uh, related to not the ending ending, but the ending of the film, like overall, like last 20 minutes or so. Um, What's your opinion on the ending and how he chose to he chose hina over tokyo essentially um his decision to save Hina and bring her back caused Tokyo to be flooded and the rain to never stop. And I've gotten in some arguments with people before being like, I can't believe this stupid loser let Tokyo get flooded for one girl. I'm like, bro, apparently you've never felt love before. Like, I don't, I don't know what to say. How do you feel about it? Do you think he made the right decision or, or what's up?
1: Personally, I believe that he did make the right decision. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, it's the character, right? Like he's young. He's this is probably the first because you kind of see it later on in the films that he's never. Uh, there's the one scene where he had the one girl come up to him and he's like, oh man, is it happening? Is some girl going to uh, confess their love to me? So it's like something he's never had before. So obviously, the character has never fallen in love. So it makes sense that he would be thinking more from the heart than he would from the from his brain. But he also feels responsible for turning her into the sun girl. And I think also guilt kind of plays factor into that, too. Next to love dude i don't really i don't really give a
0: shit how old you are like you don't pit, you don't let your love go away man mm. don't do that that oh, no. i'm sorry i cannot understand the mindset of it's just one person let save tokyo mm. no it is obviously for one it's it's a person that doesn't deserve to be stuck up in the sky alone mm. forever and two especially if you're in love with her Dude, you save her. I don't give a crap what happens to Tokyo. If my love's stuck in the sky, bro, I'm getting her back and we are going to be happy forever with Tokyo flooding. I don't give a crap, dude. No, I'm sorry. I will not. I will not listen to any argument where people are like, yeah, pick Tokyo over the girl. No way.
1: You've yeah, never no. had
0: love if you think that.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. As a happily married man, I would, I would definitely pick my wife over uh, the... Conditions of the country that I live in. I'm
0: glad to hear it.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm not just saying that because she's in the other room and she can hear me. But, you know, no, I, I would I would sacrifice my I would sacrifice the fate of the country I live in for my wife. Yes, I would. One hundred
0: percent. And I guess while we're on the topic of the ending, how did you feel about the ending? Because I was so much more satisfied with this ending than I am with your name's ending. Okay. so
1: comparing the endings from your name. So comparing the three endings, we might as well just compare the three endings as it is. Have Have you seen
0: the ending um, of Garden of Words yet?
1: Shut up. (laughs) You haven't. (laughs) From what I have seen, damn it, fine. We'll compare the two movies since I haven't seen the ending, <laughs> the the actual ending to Garden of Words.
0: There we go. That's better.
1: <laughs> I I was more fulfilled with the ending to Your Name than uh, sorry, not Your Name, Weathering with You. I was more. I satisfied was about to like punch with... you
0: across the internet, bro. I was like, <laughs> what? No way. I was gonna
1: come through your computer screen and punch you in the face. No, I was, I was just uh, about to your name. I found it more. I found your name. Like it was a good ending, but it left so much in the air of, did they get together? Did they not get together? Do they, whatever with.
0: And weathering with you didn't even clear that up. Both Taki no. and Mitsuha make appearances in this film yes, they and do. they don't make appearances together. And that's no. kind of annoying. because it makes it still it, leaves yeah. it open.
1: Yeah. Cause you're sitting there and it's like, I, I was like, I saw the I saw the cameos and I'm like, hey, it's Taki. And they're like, hey, it's Mitsuha. And I'm like, did they get together? Why aren't they in the same like why aren't they in the same <laughs> There's still together? no
0: confirmation. Still nothing, dude. <laughs> but Ugh.
1: No, Weathering with You definitely left it. I felt satisfied. I felt satisfied at the end of it, for sure. And it was it was a good it was a good ending like I enjoyed it. And it was wholesome, I, uh, bro. I went through the whole entire thing. It shut off on its own, so I did not miss a single point to the ending. So, at a boy, <laughs> but yeah, no,
0: but yeah. The endings are similar, actually, they are. But there's something about it about the your name ending that doesn't. It doesn't do it for me. The Your Name ending almost feels like a like they needed some way to make the, the title
1: properly matter. And it was, the ending... W- so what it, I found with the Your Name ending is it kind of felt ass-pulley. It's like, well, we dug ourselves into a hole by letting uh, Mitsuha and everyone else survive the comet. So how are we going to bring them together at the end? Oh, they just so happenly be on trains at the exact same time fucking passing by. That is probably the most ass pulley ending I have seen from these the two movies that I've seen the full endings for. And then Weathering With You Weathering with You had that build-up. I think that's what it is. It was the build-up where you knew what he was going to do. You knew that he was going to eventually go and see Hina and when he finally did it was that uh, he was crying she was crying and they're like oh my god oh my god i missed you and you know that the happy ending the happy ending your name is <laughs> like hey you look familiar i'm going to go and chase after you and your hey, name is a what's your ending. name again and they just <laughs> yeah, leave it they open. show up they're like who are you no yeah.
0: it's 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 vague it's like sure they did get together in the sense that they met up and spoke no confirmation aside from that weathering with you the ending it there's like there's physical contact there's affection like bro like like they he sees her he like is happy he like starts crying he calls out to her and she like she her hood blows off she starts smiling they run up to each other she jumps into his arms and they spin around and they're then they're like standing there holding hands and she's like she sees him crying she's like are you okay and he and he hits her with the yeah i'm fine we're gonna be all right and then it like pans up and ends the film it's just something about it it's just so much more satisfying and like yes those are those are my people i love them and they're happy and And, i'm happy again
1: and it was you got your closure they were they hugged they embraced each other they were holding hands you knew that they you were know getting they together in the end you knew that your name is like i'm 20 feet away from you like it's covid and it's like hey what's your <laughs> name again and it just cuts to credits it's like
0: but also it's the it's it's the uh, the memory loss thing that really mm. because like in weathering with you, they know each other, they both love each other, mm. they know they love each other and we know they love each other. There's no doubt there, mm. right? But in your name, they've both, forgotten each other other. they like have a they both have a feeling that they know this person Mm. but there's not much else there so it's just like honestly after this situation they might have gone out gotten a drink and realized I don't know what I'm doing and then separated and never seen each other again we have no clue
1: so Sky question for the ending to your name so say that the memory loss didn't happen but they did wind up running into each other again and they still did the uh they still saw each other at the end like they did but they have their moment and they say each other's names would that have been a better ending for you or would you have still wanted some kind of embrace
0: i need a hug dude i need a hug you need a hug need or something. some hand
1: holding you know you need some i need something
0: i need some sort of physical i'm a very touchy person right? Like, the easiest way to connect with me is give me a hug. Give me something, especially if I have feelings for you. Mm. Please don't stand away from me and ask me a question. Like, give me something. (laughs) Like, give me some sort of embrace, man. And that's probably the big reason as to why I like the ending of Weathering with You more. But like I mentioned, it's the whole thing. It's the the whole... It just is better. I don't know. And I probably... I have more connection to the characters in Weathering With You than I do with Your Name. Like, sure, I love Mitsuha and I love Taki, but they just feel more distant. They don't really feel like real people. I understand how uh, Hina and Hodaka feel. I understand everything about them, and they just feel real. And these people feeling like actual kids who've been through this stuff, who've been lost, who've gone through this thing, really imp- impacts me a lot more than... Mitsuha and Hagi, I think.
1: Okay, so I am quickly gonna go and look up. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I mean, this is oh, your favorite movie of all time, so I'm, I'm, if you want to keep like, adding more to it, go nuts and add more to it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Let me think about it for a second, because I mean, we've talked about the, I think, the most important elements of it. It's it's just a fantastic film, man. I don't know. I don't know what else What else I can say. Like, I don't think I need to even give my rating. Because, obviously, we give ratings. But, like, it's my favorite movie of all time. It would be ridiculous if I didn't have this as a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. It's... That's all I can give it. I'll never... Even if something comes up and pushes this lower than my favorite film of all time, it's not going below a 10 out of 10. I... I don't have a single problem with weathering with you. I I really don't think I do. I can't think of something that I'm like, yeah, this would be changed. I don't want to change anything about it. I love this movie with, like, my whole heart, dude.
1: Okay, so I am just currently loading up the MAL ratings for these movies. Because I believe this is probably the good point to where we start going into... The ratings side of everything. Yes. With Gardens of Words being the first one that we reviewed in this. This movie on Mal sits at an eight on the dot. And it's been viewed by 645,054 people.
0: Garden of Words, right?
1: Garden of Words, yes. Yeah. I gave it a nine because I thought it was great. It was a great movie. I enjoyed it. It was a nine that is probably the lowest rating of these three movies because I found it was the weaker of the three movies. What is your opinion?
0: For garden of words, right? Yes. I have, I've garden of words at an eight on Mal. Um, for me, it's probably like personally like 8.5, 8.8. Like Mm. it's, it's up there. It is a very good movie, but it is, it's the weakest of the three. Um, I don't think that it's the weakest. In terms of animation, I'm not even sure if I can say that it's worse than, if it's worse than Your Name. Like, I think, I think even though it's so much, Your Name is 2016, and uh, Garden of Words came out in 2013, so there was a three-year gap, but the animation style is quite, it's quite different. It's, they're not, they're not the same, and I think because of that, they're kind of equal in terms of animation quality. Um, So I don't even think it's worse than Your Name in all aspects, but... Um it was a it, it tried something very different from both Your Name and Weathering with You and I just think that overall it's a somewhat worse experience but it's also quite a bit shorter and the amount of things that it did in the short amount of time is impressive really to say the least it is a great film but it is the weakest of the three
1: Yeah I I I found I I I mean I I saw Garden of Words. I saw it. I don't think I'm gonna go back and watch it again. You know, it's not the draw. I I liked it for what it was, but there's no drive to want to watch it again. I mean, the only thing I could see me rewatching it for is if I was, you know, brought into a show and we talked about that movie again. I would review. I would watch it again to review it then. But other than that, I'm not going out of my way to rewatching this. Like it was again. Really, was, you're never
0: gonna watch Garden of Words again.
1: I might watch it if it gets to the point where it's like I want to watch an anime movie. I know that I enjoyed this movie, so I'm gonna watch it again. But that's like only if it's like I have nothing else to watch. You know, like it's just one of those like I'll throw it on to watch it just to watch something. I which is like it's not a it's not a slight against the movie. It's just I'm the kind of person I don't like rewatching things all the time. So it's it's hard for me to want to go back and rewatch something. So, yeah, Um, Garden of Words, I would definitely would say, yes, it is the weaker of the three. And yes, it was good for, I guess, the time, you know, being a 2003 movie. Um,
0: 2013,
1: sorry, 2013, there was a three and a 2000 in there. I just forgot the teen part. If it was
0: 2003, (laughs) it would be, like, the best animated film of all time.
1: (laughs) But, yeah. Jeez, dude. The Garden of Words, I enjoyed it. But, yes, like I said, it is the lower of the three. So, your name on Mal sits at an 8.92 and has been rated by, holy fuck, (laughs) 1,971,914 members. And 1 million... Okay, so the uh, 892 is from 1,346,605 of those people rated this movie an 8.92. On Mal, I have it as a 10. My personal rating, it's still the 10.4, 10.5. I loved your name. It was a really good movie rewatching. Yes. I will fucking rewatch this movie again for sure. Hands down. And it may change. It might, but who knows? You know, I have, it's, it's one of those. I have to rewatch it kind of things, you know, Hmm.
0: rewatch it nine times. Like I did. And then maybe yeah, I'll like,
1: if, if I watched <laughs> it as much as you did, then yeah, probably it makes sense.
0: Maybe you'll have proper opinions on it. Yeah,
1: probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> so oh uh, and your rating was uh a nine for that one if i am correct correct
0: Hmm. yes it was originally a 10 but you know eight watches later i have to push it down a little bit because it doesn't it's it is fantastic it's like 9.5 you know it's like it's really good but it has too many problems that i just can't give it a perfect score like i do with weathering with you
1: mm. yeah i know like like uh like i said like out of the three movies I, I will give my final um, numbering of the two movies um, after I give my Weathering with You uh, uh, final number. So, Weathering with You uh, doesn't have as much numbers as Your Name does. Uh, the rating of Your Name, or sorry, of Weathering with You is 8.37. It has been viewed by five hundred or five hundred ninety-four thousand four hundred twenty, ha <laughs> four twenty, and it was reviewed. Or the users that gave it the eight point three seven, there was only three hundred and twenty-nine thousand uh, two hundred and fifty-five of those users reviewed this movie, and I I gave it a ten on Mal as well. Mal rating a ten. Final rating over though overall Sky so <laughs> it is so close but what about weathering with you your your goal your goal to move Akira down the list a little bit more has been successful yes let's now, go third favorite anime movie of all time followed by weathering with you and your name
0: dude let's keep it coming let's like like, it coming, I said, like I said
1: like I said, I don't know why I like your name more but I do but I am going to say weathering you what weathering with you was a fucking amazing movie hands down fantastic
0: Dude, I'm okay with this as long as it pushes Akira down more. I, let's just keep it coming, dude. Hopefully, my goal is eventually to, to have you, you push Akira out of your top ten anime films. That's what I want.
1: Well, we got. I want that that grunt, stupid,
0: gotta... lame, dumb bastard out of here. Get him, get him out of here, dude.
1: So he doesn't uh, deserve that spot. My my anime movies at the moment are number one, uh, anime movie, favorite anime movie of all time, is Your Name. Number two is Weathering with You. Number three. Is Akira and number five is Makia uh, when promised flowers bloom.
0: Oh, I have a question for you. You did watch um, Spirited Away, didn't you?
1: I started watching Spirited Away. I have to finish watching it. How have you not finished it? I have. Uh, I forgot about. I, I forgot that I was watching Spirited Away until uh, you reminded me that I was watching it uh, just now. That and, was like uh, in January, bro. Yeah, I started watching it in January. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe you should restart it and yeah, try it. I'm
1: probably going to. Maybe that'll be a movie we'll review uh for one of our movies, is Spirited Away. Sometimes
0: I really don't want to rewatch it again. <laughs>
1: I mean, it w- we have to talk about if we're gonna do reviews on anime movies, we have to talk about the movie that was the longest or the highest rated Japanese animated film of all time. We need to watch that movie and review it. It only makes sense, but I don't like Ghibli movies. <laughs> most people don't, but I mean, no, most people do.
0: What are you talking what, about? Dude? People th- love Ghibli films. It
1: is. Div- I have talked to so many people that are. Are it's divided with the people that I've talked to uh, with the Ghibli thing. But mm. I mean, it's, fucking disney of anime what do you expect a lot of people don't like disney so and so out of the or these our next planned movie is sword of a stranger that is our that is our next planned uh, movie review um if anyone at home listening to this at work driving however you listen to this want us to review a certain movie Uh, you can hit us up on the socials. Um, I updated the the link tree below, so it is updated to all of the social medias of to where everything is. Um, I took the Patreon and the coffee off of it simply because the Patreon and the coffee is usually shown on the show notes. And yeah, so Sword of the Stranger is our next movie that we will be reviewing. Um, I did get mentioned to check out Summer Wars...
0: Someone yes. Told Who told to you to watch out. it?
1: Um, it's actually uh, someone I play um, uh, p- on uh, the PlayStation with. Uh, they told me to check out Summer Wars, so that will be a <clears> movie <throat> we will put on our list for movies to review. Well, so- it's one of
0: it. It's, uh, Summer Wars is one of Mamoru Hosoda's films, so we're gonna have to get to it at some point because I want to watch. I want us to watch several of Mamoru Hosoda's films because he's he's another uh, famous director and does a very does a very good job.
1: I, again, I am down to do like these little mini series uh, in between because, again, it gives us content to put out. And relatively, like the three movies that we watched, there has been like, there's talks like in the anime community about all these movies. So it makes sense that we talk about, we know we're going to talk about movies. Eventually, what I would love to do is do the Demon Slayer movie, but that's up in the air if you're going to be involved in it because you're iffy about Demon Slayer. So, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, if I have to, I will gladly get a guest for that uh, episode um, if you do not want to be involved in that episode. But yes, uh, like I said, uh, we are doing uh, Sort of the Stranger next, and um, hopefully soon um, I have planned uh, an episode with Mason and Sam. Um, uh, the three of us are going to be reviewing uh, back. Um, I know I did talk about Beck um, earlier, but that was just uh, lightly touching on the movie itself. Um, this is gonna be a more in-depth like discussion. and it's also like three musicians sitting and talking about a music themed anime. so you know, why not? So that will be coming out very soon. And um, obviously when you're listening to this, hopefully it's out on time. Uh, we uh would the new episode should. Be out, uh, the following day that this drops. Hopefully, this goes on time. If not, if it goes out on the Friday, obviously Isekai has dropped at this time. I'm doing all my editing tomorrow for it, so I will make sure it gets out and on time. And uh, yeah, I uh, with uh, anything uh, fan questions, Sky. This is so. This fan question comes to us from one of the uh, other fantastic podcasts that is out there. I have shout- shouted them out in the past. So I will be shouting them out again this week. And uh, thank you to the Super Anime Podcast for hitting me up on Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to ask questions and do not follow us on the Discord, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Talkin Anime Network on the uh, Instagram machine. And on the Twitter, it's TalkinAnimeNet and um, we, uh, I will be doing weekly, uh, polls, questions, stuff like that. I'm going to try and get the show a little bit more active on social media. And, uh, their question, Sky, was, what anime makes you sad and cry? <laughs>
0: what anime makes you cry, right? Yes. Um, okay, I'll just rapid fire it real quick. Uh, <laughs> your name, Weathering With You, Garden of Words, uh, Anohana, A Silent Voice, I could keep going (laughs) any pretty much a sad anime will make me cry um, like a little baby.
1: (laughs) So um, being the uh, cold hearted uh, son of a bitch that I am, um, I usually don't get too upset when it comes to anime. Um, I think the last anime that made me almost cry was um, Assassination Classroom. It was the ending to uh, that anime. Um, whoever has watched the anime, you are aware how that anime ends, and yes, I almost cried to that. Um, the other anime, uh, it's actually a moment in an anime, and Sky's probably gonna have a stroke or probably uh, scream at me over the uh, the lovely uh, podcast. But um, there's a one scene in uh, Dragon Ball Z where I almost cry like a baby every time it happens.
0: What's the scene?
1: <laughs> um, it is the scene in the Boo saga where Vegeta is uh, sacrificing himself to uh, fight Mashin Buu, <coughs> and he does like his whole like uh, sad monologuing of, you know, this is my goodbye, and he blows himself up and dies. I cry when I watch that. I I shit little you not. Bitch. I if I want a good cry, I usually put that scene on, and it makes <laughs> me cry about ninety nine percent of the time.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> weathering how like not weathering you how your name doesn't make you cry, but you cry at Vegeta. Uh, okay, just a little bit. So
1: this th- here's the thing about your name is that because I know how I, I it's not that I knew how it ended. It's because the build up to your name's final like moment, I kind of was like, I'm sitting there and I'm watching that. And I'm like, man, this is such an ass pulley way of getting the two characters back together.
0: But the and, ending isn't isn't even what like the the point at which people cry, dude. Mm, your
1: I mean, name's got
0: different other moments. Like the
1: big, the big moment that almost made me cry was when. And I, I choked up at that point or at that point, And I said it in the podcast. It was um, the moment where they like see each other and they're like, f- like quickly trying to write their names down. And then Taki writing, uh, I love you on her hand. Like that moment where they finally see each other and they're so happy. I'm like, Oh, this is a beautiful moment. I think I'm getting a little emotional. And then I, I almost broke almost broke when everything stopped and then it was the running, but I did not break. I am a man. Mm. And my emotions are, are not the greatest at times, but I'm going to make yes. you
0: cry. I, <laughs> um, okay.
1: Anime, anime wise. The only anime that has made me physically ball my eyes out is dragon ball Z. And yes, I know that is sad, but it's because I avoid depressing anime as much as possible and it's <laughs>
0: well you're not gonna be able to avoid them for much yeah. longer because yeah. going forward I'm gonna I'm making it my my goal to to wreck your emotions as much as possible <laughs> with everything I pick from now on.
1: but yeah with good luck That being said, I do want to thank the amazing people over at the super anime podcast uh, check out their content. They're fantastic, uh, some fantastic chaps. Hoping to have them on in the future. But with that being said, you all have just listened to the hashtag Best Worst Anime Podcast round. I have been Mitch, and I've been Sky, and we love every single one of you. Thank you all for listening. We will see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye,
0: guys.